Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Oh, let's talk some Braves. Spring training continues. And by the way, Valley Sports and uh, Valley Southeast will broadcast 149 games this season. That got out. Uh, Grant McCauley joins us, as he does on a weekly basis, guys. And we'll be amping up Grant's appearances on the show as we get closer to the start of the season. And, of course, during the season, our go-to. And, Grant, um, I got to tell you, man, Matt Olson, I I want him to save some of this (laughs) for the regular season. He's crushing the ball right now. Yeah, he really is. He looks extremely locked in, and it's pretty much from day one. The home runs are, are flying, and as we talked about, you know, throughout the winter, and once we got into this rules change business, this guy might pick up a few extra base hits just by the virtue of not having an extra fielder in shallow right field for him every at bat this year. So it's going to be interesting to see what this year holds for the Braves' first baseman. And he's not having to come in and kind of replace the guy and be the guy and do all the things he had to think about last year and have that homecoming as a, a Parkview alum as well. He kind of gets to settle in here, and hopefully this is just a sign of things to come. I know that uh, it's always difficult to evaluate what we're looking at because some guys are working on some things, and we'll talk about the rule changes and how that created some kind of funny situations around Grapefruit and Cactus League, but I thought Freed looked great the other day against Minnesota. Yeah, this was really a nice weekend this past weekend for all of the Braves' starting pitchers and even a, a starting pitcher a hopeful for the fifth spot in the rotation in Ian Anderson. But you had split squad action on Saturday. You got three innings, five strikeouts, scoreless baseball from Max Freed. You got three innings of scoreless baseball up the road in Sarasota from Spencer Strider against the Orioles. Then Charlie Morton came out. He did allow a solo home run, but no other base runners in two and two-thirds. And Ian Anderson came out, an unearned run in two and a third innings, five strikeouts. That's something you really needed to see from Ian. That has been a problem for him is the swing and miss. Is this slider going to help him out? The spring debut was not what he wanted, but he comes back five days later and kind of has an answer for that. So a lot of encouraging things to see from the Braves rotation. And obviously, it all starts at that top with Max Freed. He's going to be that guy. And it looks like he's already dialed up and ready for that opening day assignment, which I would expect will be named uh, for him in the coming days, weeks, uh, what have you, in advance of opening day. Has Ronald talked about the World Baseball Classic uh, at, at all down there? Yeah, I saw a piece from Mark Bowman yesterday that kind of detailed, and obviously Ronald and Eddie Rosario have both left Braves camp and have headed to their respective teams, Ronald for Venezuela and Eddie for Puerto Rico, and that's I think something that Ronald's been extremely excited about. I know that post was out on social media. He saw the World Baseball Classic as a young kid right around the time uh, I would guess that he was uh, you know, really coming into his own and, and growing into a young teenager signed by the Braves and always thought, I want to play in this. And so it kind of gives you a, a kind of an insight into how big the World Baseball Classic is, not just for like Team USA and for the, the United States, but for some of these other countries to come in and really kind of have a point of pride here to win this international tournament. It's I don't know that it's ever going to have the kind of pomp and circumstance the World Series has for obvious reasons, you know, the 100-plus years of history you've got. But 
But from an international standpoint, this is your air quotes World Series that you've got going on with this baseball classic. So there's a, a lot of pride there, I think, and for Ronald and going home to represent Venezuela and be kind of a, the figurehead, the focal point of that club. That's something he's always wanted. A lot of all-stars in the uh, World Baseball Classic this year, too. Sometimes it's been kind of diluted, Grant, with a lot of minor leaguers or guys on the, you know, on the cusp of being starters in the big. So mm-hmm. it does add some juice. Uh, do the Braves have any reluctance? Because he goes full, you know, you can't put him in bubble wrap, but, I mean, he was going full tilt down there in Venezuela, and obviously he's going to give his all in this. Any concerns? Yeah, I think that they, you know, talked through it and, and realized exactly how much this guy wanted to do it. Initially, this was something when we talked to him back at FanFest, he was interested in, in playing for Venezuela, and that had really not come across as, you know, as something that it seemed like he was going to be able to do. Then not too far after that, or not too long after that, rather, just before spring training, it, the agreement was reached, the Braves signed off on it, and there he is. He's off in, uh, to the races. And I, I don't think there's any real reluctance about it. And, and when I talked to Brian Snicker a couple of weeks ago, I asked him just in particular about you know Ronald Acuna Jr. being healthy for this year and what an impact that could make. And while it does sound like an obvious question, he said one of the things that he's most looking forward to is that Ronald had a regular offseason and even these World Baseball Classic at-bats, this kind of gameplay for himself and also for Eddie Rosario, that's the kind of thing that will help get them ready for the opening, you know, for the opening of the regular season. So I think this is something they're viewing as an overall positive, though there is a risk. Every time somebody steps on a baseball field, something could happen, and obviously you can't necessarily manage around that. Grant McCauley, our guest, guys, we're talking about what's going on down at spring training. What about the presence of Kevin Pillar? Is he going to make this team? What do you see uh, with him as you've watched there for the last few weeks? I mean, it's a numbers game right now in that left field slash backup outfielder role. I think that Pilar has, has looked pretty good. I mean, the Braves know what they're getting there. It's a veteran who's got the ability to play a couple of outfield spots. He runs the base as well. He's got some power. Uh, kind of a lost season for him in 2022 thanks to some injuries. But I think he's got a little bit left in the tank, a little more tread on the tire if we're going to go through all the little cliches we might have in spring <laughs> training. But Sam Hilliard has looked pretty good. I think Eddie Rosario's been hitting the ball hard. That is something you really needed to, to see out of Eddie Rosario uh, here in spring training. Marcelo Zuna looks like he started to wake up a little bit as well. And Eli White has really come on and had himself a good spring. We haven't seen Jordan Luplo yet, but I throw all those names out there to tell you it's going to be tough, I think, to make this t- this club as an outfielder just based on the numbers game. you got 26 guys on the roster. 13 of them are going to be pitchers. 13 of them obviously are going to be position players. So when you start to look around at the number of guys that are already set, how many different outfielders are they going to be able to carry? And Brian Smithker came out this past week and said, look, Marcelo Zuna's on this team, so that's not going to be some big spring training bombshell that gets dropped on us. At least it doesn't sound like it, that it, they're going to move on from Marcel. So that's one less spot for one more of those outfielders that came to camp trying to make this club. It is our man, Grant McCauley, the best baseball man in town here on the WadeFord.com hotline. I know there's going to be a lot of, uh, well, you know, adjustment periods with the new rules. There was a viral video, over 3.6 million views of the Rays-Yankees game yesterday, or I guess it was yesterday, where the Rays hitter is not in the box while the pitcher meanders around the mound, Grant, and grabs a rosin bag and just kind of screws around. But the batter still has to be in the box with eight seconds left on the pitch count. He wasn't. Whoop! He got struck out. Mm. Yeah, not only do you have to be in the box, because that was the thing with Cal Conley in the Braves' first spring training game. He wasn't taking a stroll. He was just looking down, tapping the plate with his bat, and he got called out because, or got called for a strike, which happened to be strike three, because he wasn't alert and aware to the pitcher and, and doing all of that. So 
you know, again, I, I understand the pace of play rules. I don't have a problem with a pitch clock, but I think they ought to treat it like, hey, look, if you're in the batter's box or you're the hitter, this 15 seconds applies to both of you. I don't really care where somebody is, but if you're trying to step out, hey, that's a called strike. That's a violation. That's fine. I just don't like these at-bat ending strikeouts when you've got the right. pitcher doing whatever, the catcher standing up. I mean, some of this just doesn't look like a common-sense application, and I don't care about how many people want to jump in the mentions and be like, well, the rule is at eight seconds you got to do this. I don't care about any of that. It doesn't look good. That's not the spirit of the rule, if you want to call it that. And I'd just like to see maybe a little bit more awareness around that. However, you know, putting all of that aside, within a few weeks, a couple of months, I think batters are going to be very aware of what can happen if they're not paying attention, and maybe this thing just works itself out, and we can leave it in Grapefruit League and Cactus League play where it belongs. Yeah, I've talked to a couple of guys, Grant. They All these guys, at least a few I've talked to, say it's speeding them up. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no mm-hmm. doubt this clock is speeding the process up. Yep. You you know for them to get comfortable in the box. And I'm like, so what do you do? And they're like, I don't, there's nothing I can do right now. Like, I've talked to a couple of different guys that say they don't like this. Is Do you think you're going to hear more of this as the season goes on? There's going to be some of it, but when I talked to a couple of the guys on the minor league side that I know that dealt with the clock last year, it was a bit of a, a rocky start for all of it. But by, you know, six weeks or so in, everybody kept pretty much knew their place at that point. You'd had a, enough dress rehearsals to really know what the expectation was and where you needed to be, and the violations became less and less common. So, And it did, it, it, it did trim 20-something minutes off of game times. I believe 25 minutes maybe was the average time uh, that, was, that was taken off of these games. And, look, I love two-and-a-half-hour games. I don't mind a good three-hour game, but when we got to the point where the average game time is like three hours and five minutes and – some of these are just not altogether that compelling. I understand the precedent that they're trying to set here and the, the value of speeding the game up a little bit. I just want to make sure that we're applying it in a way that, you know, you're giving the fans what they want because calling people out just because they're standing in the box but don't have the bat up on their shoulder in a particular position or aren't staring down the pitcher right. at the eight-second mark, I just think that's a lot of semantics that we could pretty much get lost in but don't really need to. And, and kind of confusing the viewers out there, the World Baseball Classic will not yes. use the pitch count either. So that's Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so let's go ahead and, and bring this in and integrate it and then throw it out and aside. And then the, are we going to use it in the World Series too or are we not? I mean, are we going to use this in the playoffs or are we not going to do that? Because, you know, they don't use the ghost runner at second base, or excuse me, the Manfred man <laughs> at second base for the, uh, the, the extra innings rule. So – are these things going to still be in place in the postseason or not? Because those games seem to last even longer than the regular season games. Grant McCauley, our guest, guys. Uh, all right, Grant, as we get ready to uh, get ready for the regular season, the Braves plan to cut off season ticket sales before the opener. I'm sure you're aware of this, but I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Mike and I were talking about this. People who want those single-game tickets will have more access. It's the first time they've ever done anything like this, though. Yeah, talk about maybe the place you want to be. Have you ever heard any club saying, look, we're not going to sell any more season tickets. We've got to put a cap on it. I I think everybody (laughs) would like to see as many tickets sold as they possibly can. I think it's good for the Braves as much as possible to manage their inventory. You know they're going to get into the the secondary market and the ticket brokers and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, just being able to maintain, a, I guess, an adequate number for fans that want to buy them and not, you know, purchase the season tickets – 
that's just what they're looking to do. But I've never really seen an announcement like that before. And this, as you look at the success the Braves have had in their new home and with the battery and over the past two years from a revenue standpoint, I guess these are the kind of things that they'll now be looking into is ways to guarantee that folks have a chance, a fighting chance to get a ticket to what could be the hottest sports ticket in town 81 times a year plus the postseason. Right. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.